giant monster bullshit is the most listened to podcast in the country. Let's sing the Godzilla song. Okay. Godzilla, Godzilla and his friends. Godzilla and his friends. Godzilla best. and his friends. Godzilla's got a friend. Godzilla and a friend. Godzilla with his friends. Godzilla's going to school. Godzilla gets his gun. Godzilla grabs his gun. Godzilla defends himself. Godzilla goes to school. Godzilla goes to school with his gun. Tonight. All right. That was we. That sounded really good. I can't believe I remembered all the words. I know. I, I always forget all the words, but this time I remembered them. <laughs> what are you laughing at? The fact that you were able to remember <laughs> all the words this time. I don't really see how that's funny, but okay. It's just uh, such a opportune moment for you to remember all the words. I know. Lightning in a bottle is what that's called. Welcome back to Giant Monster Bullshit. What did we watch? We watched Godzilla vs. Megalon, which is the 13th Godzilla movie. Lucky number 13. Where to begin with this? Okay, well, I guess we'll start off with the usual, um, how many times have you seen this movie question. I remember watching this. I don't know if my blockbuster had it or if it just came on sci-fi. Mm-hmm. But I know I watched it like a few times as a kid at least. And then I watched it once with you. And then now. Okay. This one I never saw as a kid. But I knew Megalon from the game that I had for the PlayStation 2. And I knew about the famous kick scene where Godzilla slides on his tail. That was one of my favorite videos for a long time. I'd show people in high school that. Yeah. Like my freshman year, I was like, look at this. So I was always aware of this, and it it came out on Blu-ray a few years ago, and it was re-released by Criterion, but the version that we watched today was the Tokyo Shock version, because for some reason, way better than the Criterion version. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then we... Washed that down with uh, an interview with, with the, the guy, guy who played Jet Jaguar. Yeah. What did you think of the guy who played Jet Jaguar? Uh, I think the guy who played Jet Jaguar seemed pretty cool. What exactly did he say? He was saying, like, like he was like, he I'm said, so he's, happy. He started it off by saying playing Jet Jaguar was one of the best experiences yeah. of my life. Yeah, yeah, which is really cool. It's like one of the, I think it's like uh, a not a very well liked movie. Among shitheads? Yeah, some of them like it, and some of them don't really care, mm-hmm. from what I can tell. But, like, it's sort of, like, it's just it's just cool that uh, out of that sort of mediocre movie, like, he's like, that was the best thing I've ever done. Yeah. Like, that is, I'm so happy that I did that. Uh, so, I think he was pretty cool. But, yeah, it's cool to see that he's very positive about that experience that I would assume played a very, very small <laughs> part in his life. Yeah, 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 no, he's, like, really... Really, like, grateful, happy about it. <laughs> yeah. Looks back on it fondly. He said, like, I adore Jet Jaguar. <laughs> well, I know there's a lot of people who really like Jet Jaguar. Yeah. He's... Like, so he's probably felt some of that. I'm sure he goes to, like, conventions and shit yeah. or something. But I'm sure there's lots of people saying, like, I love... If people like Jet Jaguar a ton, they probably know exactly who played him and they know everything about him because they're probably slightly... Uh, they're on the Jet Jaguar spectrum. Yeah, they're on the spectrum of, you know, there's a spectrum of Godzilla fans, and <laughs> one of them is, you like Jet Jaguar? Yeah. Yeah. 
What are your general opinions towards this movie? General opinions, I don't want to get too much towards Don Fry territory, but it's really fucking weird um, in a lot of ways. Or does it elicit some kind of strong feeling from you? Not like really. Another, like like other movies do? It's got a distinct uh, feeling to it in terms of like the Godzilla movies. Mm-hmm. Like It seems like sort of separate from everything else. Yeah. It's really weird. The production seems like it was really different from a lot of others. It feels really cheap to me. Yeah, yeah. It's like a lot of people stuff. It almost comes off as like student Mm -hmm. level stuff besides like the stunt, if it weren't for the stunts, you know. But even those are like really cheap. They feel like, Mm -hmm. you know, mystery science theater shit. I heard that this movie was originally going to be a standalone movie about Jet Jaguar. Really? And they added Godzilla for obvious reasons. That would make a lot of sense. I am not crazy about this movie. I remember I got it that first time. I don't know if I watched it with you the first time that I saw it. Mm. Or if I showed you right after I first saw it. But right when I got it, I watched it and I was like, okay, okay. I (laughs) I, I was going into... All these old movies and revisiting them, mm-hmm. and I think this one was kind of uh, started a, a downward trajectory mm-hmm. where they started getting less funny and a little more shitty. Yeah, like, in, yeah. In, in, in ways that I can't really enjoy. Yeah, yeah. I, I I agree with that. This one's it's it. There's something about like the way that it's colored too. There's like a lot of like brown, bland, earthy yeah. tones to like everything in this there's movie. No like usually green. it's like yeah, there's like no green or like there's usually like darkness in the movie, you know, like there's lots of like dimly lit stuff and like sort of blue like colored it's just everything. A, a really it's flat like, movie. Yeah, it's really kind of gross. There's like some guy with shoulder hair playing yeah, the villain. The, the undersea man. Seatopia. Weedtopia. Yeah. Those guys sucked. I don't know how yeah. you felt about him. No, they're funny to me. I think it's funny because it's like some American guy, and it's like, and he looks like fucking gross, yeah. you know. So I think that's kind of funny, but like, it's really lame. All of it's really lame. Usually, when they do aliens or some kind of hidden society in these movies, they're kind of fun. Yeah, There's they're some, goofy. Some kind of wacky element that they bring, and I feel like this. The the Seatopia people were just like an empty shell of that. Like, yeah. they weren't fun at all. No, they weren't. Um, like, yeah, they look goofy, and yeah, like, the premise is goofy, but they don't do anything goofy. They just stand around. Yeah. And it's all just so cheap. Like, there's one shot where you get to see, like, their whole layer. It's, and it's like, like kind of big. It's kind of big. And then the rest of the movie, you're stuck in this one little there's like a window it's like that he's, he's it's like in. they made a set like just like just a like part a shitty, of a set it makes me feel like it's like some shitty like like casino they've got like these lights yeah going and it just yeah it's, it's sort of a bummer to look at they've got it framed up like it's a really shitty composition yeah, yeah. like they're they're on the left side of the frame and then they've got all this like glittery shit behind them and you can tell like if you moved the camera a little bit there would be like a wall or something yeah. you know like you'd see an extra or something yeah i just get the the feeling that that was it mm-hmm. like they built they just really what you were going that. to see yeah, yeah there's like one set for the main characters it's this house it's like this really weird house it's like some kind of like uh Andy Warhol ass. Oh God, yeah, it's like an art house ass fucking weird. 
They go inside. It's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, they go inside, and there's like these cubes hanging from chains. And you can tell by the way they move that they're completely hollow. Yeah, I don't and know they, why they've they're got, there. They've got pictures of like race cars on them. Dude, I don't know if those. Were, I I imagine that they're already there, and that they like used somebody or some place, somebody's house or some like might have even been a museum or something. I get the feeling that they made it just because it all looks so cheap. Really. Yeah, I feel like if it was an actual like uh, an actual pre-existing structure, it would look a little nicer. I I think I think it's too fucking weird for them to have put it there. Like the fucking cubes hanging from the ceiling. Like but it's why? also really a really small setting. Like I just get get the vibe. Like if that was a real place, there'd be more to it. I guess it sucks. Uh-huh. Either way, it comes across as cheap. Yeah, yeah. They got like a shitty little lab that's probably not even in that same building. Yeah, and it's just all gray, and and then there's scenes in this movie where they use, like, the entire sequence from Ghidorah the Three-Headed Monster where Ghidorah's attacking Tokyo. They just use that. Yeah, yeah, it's just reused. This is one of the worst offenders of recycled shit. Like, yeah. I don't know if it's the most recycled stuff it's not the most but it's like the most egregious like it's the most it's bad it's shitty because they're really trying to get away with it here mm-hmm. they're like we're not gonna reuse a whole they do use a couple shots of godzilla from other movies which is bad within itself but they're, they're trying to use these sequences where the monsters aren't shown to get away with it yeah 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 it's it's really it really comes off as just lazy and the like, dead giveaway is the fact that somehow the print of that footage that they're using has degraded. It's or, like yellow. And yeah. Like we watched that movie not too long ago. Much so, different. Yeah. We <laughs> the movie looks okay. So whatever you know reproduction they were using of that that print was so yellow and dirty. It's just like this comes off as like at least the others in some ways I feel like were like shameless. Mm-hmm. In how they did it, like yeah, fuck it, put the footage in there. But this yeah. one really seems like not. It's like even worse because it's not as shameless. Yeah, you know, it's like, uh, look, yeah, a guy getting flies at him, then cuts his shoulder right now. Not like in the uh, past movie. I was telling you when we were watching it that to me it feels kind of disrespectful to the people making the Godzilla suits. Yeah, because you've got these people who are like, okay. Uh, me and my team made you a Godzilla suit for this movie. Mm-hmm. You know, you can use this suit for this movie, mm-hmm. and the, you know it should last you the whole movie. And they're like, great. And then they just cut to footage of a completely, completely different, different Godzilla suit design. Like the design's different, completely different. And then the the poster for this movie. I don't know if you you noticed, but the poster of this movie uses the Godzilla suit from Godzilla versus the Sea Monster. No, I didn't. It doesn't even use this new suit and the part of what makes that frustrating for me is the fact that a the suit looks very different from the past godzilla suits yeah and b i actually enjoy the design of this godzilla Mm -hmm. pretty just cutting away from it instead of using it it's so shitty i don't understand like just film like it's always for like minor shit Mm -hmm. like just film godzilla jumping into the water again i think i heard that this movie took a very short amount of time to make really it's only an hour and 22 minutes, but it feels a little bit longer than that. One thing I wanted to discuss is that Godzilla fans today generally, like, they they all believe that these two male characters are coded to be gay. 
Uh, I'd just say they are gay. I don't know if it's yeah. really coded. Uh, they're pretty gay. They got a yeah little gay kid, as far as I can tell. <laughs> a little gay kid. Yeah, kids gay. As fuck. <laughs> nah, yeah. I I I don't remember watching any of the other parts of this movie except for the kid on his weird little raft thing, dolphin raft thing. Yeah. Uh, while his dads watch him. Yeah, that's like the most memorable part of the entire movie. It's so funny. It just opens up with him on this dolphin. It's got, it's like a one big dolphin, right? Yeah. And then it's got two dolphins like going on the sides, like automatic paddles or something. And they're, and he's not going anywhere. Like it just bobs around in the water and all it does is get like the lower half of his body soaked in water <laughs> like it's he's got like shorts and shoes and socks on it's just like <laughs> splash it's soaking him it's like oh god and his dads are just watching i don't know if it's implied that they made that for him like his inventor dad made that for him i don't know it's fucking so weird but then a whirlpool opens up and the kid dies yeah um, the, it's a well-known fact that the kid dies yeah he dies drowning and he screams underwater <laughs> His eyes pop out of his head from the pressure, the sudden pressure of being under uh, thousands of feet of water. Yeah, Godzilla's suit in this, it doesn't look like it was made in three weeks. It looks all right. A week. A week, excuse me. Yeah, the suit was made in a week. Doesn't look like it. It looks okay. I mean, I yeah, imagine that's what I thought. after all these suits, they've kind of got a method down. Yeah, they've probably streamlined the process. Yeah, but it's it looks good, and, like, the scales look all right. His color is a little green, like you said, just a tad. Mm-hmm. But his eyes are one thing that kind of puzzle me. He looks uh, he looks like he was doing some weed. He, lo- like he, he almost looks like he's got a camera in his eye or something. Yeah, they, like, really defined his fucking irises. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know what his deal is, but... He's got that, and then his his eyes are bloodshot. Yeah, it's it's really weird. He looks really like pissed off, mm-hmm. kind of at sometimes. But when they really back away from him, you can still see his eyes are like pink. Mm-hmm. It looks like, oh, you know, at least to me. Yeah. Um. This design, I think they like refine it or you know redo the suit in some way. But it's generally this design that they they use for the last two Godzilla movies mm-hmm. in the series. I think it's a, a pretty pretty distinct compared to the other ones. I really like that this one's yeah this one's a lot more symmetrical than the other ones. Yes, he's less lumpy, but he's still got that similar silhouette to him. Yeah, of like this sort of a little bit like rounder, mm-hmm. more rotund. Yeah, uh, design to him. Yeah, uh, I really I really like. I don't know. I think he represents this era pretty well. Yeah. You know, he's like a streamlined version of everything else. I think he only shoots his fire breath like once in this movie. Yeah, just that one time at Gigan. Yeah. We're joking about him. Hit uh, Gigan's got like Jet Jaguar and like some type of headlock that Jet Jaguar could easily escape. Him having opposable thumbs and all, and Gigan having hooks. Mm-hmm. But um, guy uh, Godzilla shoots him in the face with fire. Yeah. We thought it would have been cool if he blew Jet Jaguar's head off. Yeah. What do you think about Megalon? Um, I remember in the video game for GameCube, the Godzilla video game, Destroy All Monsters or whatever, Melee or whatever, my dad would beat my fucking ass with Megalon. Mm-hmm. He'd do that thing where like you can make Gigan go underground or uh, Megalon go underground and yeah. then he'd go around to me and he'd pick me up. Yeah. And it'd be like one of those ones where I was like... Argh! He'd keep doing it to me. He'd like spam that attack, and it would like he'd, he'd kick my fucking ass every time. 
So I always thought Megalon was like powerful or something. Yeah. Uh, was a dumbass, you know, being a dumbass kid, of course. Uh, the suit, uh, I'm just used to seeing him in a video game. Like it was, that was like my introduction to him. Uh huh. So when I saw him in the movie, he's so much floppier. And yeah. Like, in the video games, they were really able to execute him in a way that I think they kind of meant to. Yeah. Like he had these really sharp bug like movements mm-hmm. and he was really articulate and his hands spun around and yeah but in this is he's like really bendy and like you can always tell his arm his little you know drill arms his wings don't flap yeah they just stretch out and he jumps and and then they go and remember he's uh Instead of walking a lot of the time, they just yank him around on... Yeah, on a wire. He, yeah. like, jumps around, and it's so fucking weird. I remember when we were watching it, I didn't remember it when we were watching it, like, that one time years ago, and I was like, what the fuck? I don't remember this. And he was just like... They, they like, see people, the sea monkeys lose power over him or something, and he's just jumping around. I think they have control over him the really? whole time. I yeah, they I... were saying he was, like... Act- I don't remember. Whatever. <laughs> I Who think he's just cares? like walk. I don't know why, but he's just traveling like that. Yeah, you were saying like maybe he like couldn't walk around. Yeah, I, my the only thing I could think of is th- maybe the suit was too heavy. I don't know. So they just got him on some wires and yanked him around. Yeah. Instead of like showing him walking, I mean the suit looks pretty uh pretty bulky. Yeah. In some places. Yeah, especially on those wings. Yeah, the wings have a few layers. That head's pretty gigantic. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's I think he's goofy and like he's really flimsy to me yeah he's really goofy and uh he's got all these like scales all over him or whatever and they just sort of dangle around Mm -hmm. whenever he moves Mm -hmm. he just doesn't look very good yeah i think design wise he's really cool though no yeah like i said i mean in the video game they keep the design and they're able to execute it well he also like actually flies like his wings actually like flutter yeah they buzz like a a cockroach like a bug like but but no I don't know why Toho is always, you know, like they're like, okay, they spread their wings and then (laughs) that's the flying noise. I don't understand, but yeah. And his, his drill arms can't spin. They spin in one shot in the movie. Do they? I don't even remember it. Yeah. It's the, uh, he gets stu- like a rock stuck on his hands. Oh, that's right. He starts spinning it. And for some reason that breaks the rock. Yeah. I I couldn't even imagine the rock would be really a problem. Yeah. You know, but I, I mean, Whatever, whatever. Um, still a great movie. Uh, still fantastic. Still absolutely breathtaking. But uh, yeah, Megalon kind of sucks. Uh, he spits rocks out sometimes that explode. Yeah, like little grenades, hot rocks. Yeah, and doesn't he swallow one? Yeah, he swallows one, which should be like the killing blow for him. But he survives and he just goes back underground. Yeah, I thought it'd be cool if his fucking head exploded and a bunch of green goo went everywhere. <laughs> It's always the worst when you can't even remember how the the evil monster was defeated mm. in these movies. And I was I I was trying to look out for it this time because I was like, how the fuck do they win in this? Yeah, like, I just remember them fighting for a while, and then I don't remember anything after that. It's almost like it fades out while they're fighting for me. And so I looked out for it, and they just go away. They yeah. fight for a while, and then Gigan flies off, yeah. and then they fight a while with just Megalon, and then Megalon goes back underground. In my opinion, nobody really definitively wins. It's like, just not satisfying in any way. Yeah, it's really bad. It's All of it's really bad. Uh, I, I, like, There's really not much great about this movie. 
Yeah. Uh, I can't think of anything positive to say about it other than like there's a couple of funny parts and unexplainable things. Like they try to do some stuff. Uh, there's some sea people agents that get sent to them and they look like, you know, 17th century explorers, I might add. They're like trying to get the scientist guy so that they can get Jet Jaguar to control Megalon. Yeah. Or something. They fly they fly him in front yes. of Megalon and Megalon <laughs> will follow him. Yes. But yeah, they're like trying to get the gay dad's uh, robot or whatever is yeah, Jet there, Jaguar. There's a part when the the bad guys were kind of explaining their motives and they were like, we come from Seatopia yeah. and we're our science is way beyond any of your science. And they're like, okay, why do you need the robot? And they say something like, what did they say? I don't remember. Didn't they say we like it or something? Something like that. Something really stupid. They either said we liked it or I made that up. As a, as a joke while we were watching the movie, but that's what I remember. I think I think you're right. I don't they know. said something to that effect, though. They were, yeah. They were like, we're much more advanced than you. They said that they're gonna need a bunch of robots eventually. I remember that. They were yeah. like, we'll we'll probably need many of these robots in the future, but that doesn't really explain why they suck. The the like, you already said it, but the Seatopia people fucking suck. They are so lame and boring. So fucking lame. Yeah, they're not even villains. Like they're totally like they seem disinterested. Yeah, you know, and and but there are a couple funny parts there. There's a lot of uh, hench. There's a few henchmen. Uh, at one point, one guy gets chased. Uh, there's a car chase, mm-hmm. uh, and they drive down some stairs. They're uh, doing all these like dangerous car uh, stunts that aren't impressive, really, but they are dangerous. Yeah, you like, they don't t- look cool, but there was an actual danger for them to flip that car and die. Yeah, they were driving like almost vertically down a mountain at one point. Yeah, and it was like. It just kind of made me nervous yeah, watching it, like, oh it uh, and not for the characters, but for the stunt people. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. Did like the director make them do this? Like I can imagine like stunt guys being like, are you, there's two cars on a motorcycle and each yeah. time the motorcycle is trailing way far behind because you can tell that guy's <laughs> trying to be extra careful yeah, on the motorcycle. Yeah. Cause he'll fucking die for sure if he flips, you know? So there, it's like this really slow car chase and it's pretty funny. Uh, and at the end of it, doesn't like a guy crashes into the into like a building that the that the good guy's car went through fine, yeah, and explodes, and then the motorcycle guy falls off. His I don't motorcycle. think it even explodes. I think the building just like kind of collapses, and he acts like that's preventing him from driving off. And then the motorcycle guy like falls off his motorcycle somehow, and then he like dumps a bunch of pancake batter on himself by accident <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or something. I don't even know what that's supposed to be. I think if it's, it's like supposed paint. to be cement or something. It's like paint, I think. For it's a... coming out of like a little... Oh, yeah, like some type some of doohickey device. Yeah. It, oh, he like pulls a string and then it all dumps it. They also decide uh, one of them gets the kid and the scientist gay dad to... He gets him in a storage container. Yeah. After knocking them out and he's like, I, I think he's taking them to Seatopia. I think they're just trying to kill them. Oh, really? By dumping them out? Yeah. Okay. Well, a little <laughs> bit stupider than uh, before, but they're uh, trying to kill them by, they got like these two guys, and there's tits in this movie, by the way, on a poster. Yeah, a picture of tits. A picture of tits, still tits, mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned. But he's uh, taking them somewhere, <laughs> to, I guess kill them, apparently. Yeah. And then uh, they like get to the spot, and he's about to dump them off. And these two guys decide that they're good guys. All of a sudden, these two truck drivers that he like hired, 
mm-hmm. even though he probably could have driven the truck himself. Mm-hmm. But they like turn on him and beat him up and keep him from dumping the. Well, I think it's because uh, Megalon shows up. Like Megalon shows up as they're dumping the container yeah, off. Yeah, and, he, and like, the stops guy. It. Yeah, the guy wants them to keep going, I guess. And they're like, no. Yeah. They or no, they even... get rid of him before that. I think they get rid of him before Megalon shows. Megalon shows yeah. up when the other Megalon dad shows up, and shows that's up. why. And that's why uh, the they guys stop. Like, steal his car. Yeah, they like steal the they, good guy's car. They stop car. dumping the yeah. container because Megalon shows up. Yeah, and then that container gets whacked by Megalon. Yeah, which should have immediately killed the two people inside because it goes like hundreds of feet into the air. Uh, and but crashes. they land. Yeah, and they go. Oh, I got knocked out. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, this shit's so dumb. Uh. Cetopia fucking sucks. Yeah, and they say they say like we're gonna contact the space hunter M Nebula. Yeah, we're gonna borrow Gigan people. And I thought that the space hunter Nebula people died in the last movie. I thought so too. It's been a while since I watched that one, I guess. But I mean, I I thought the whole point of that movie was to defeat that organization. No, they got Gigan back. No, Gigan's back. Gigan's here. Yeah, and I love Gigan. Gigan's one of my favorite Godzilla monsters, and yeah, I'm cool. so apathetic towards him in this movie. He's here. Um, he's queer. Get used get to used it. Get used to it. Uh, he doesn't do any of his cool shit. He doesn't shoot that laser out of his no, eye. No, he barely he uses his buzzsaw, but that's from the previous fucking movie. Yeah. Uh, Really lame. All of it's really, really lame. Jet Jaguar is so weird. Uh, I can't I, help I think but we should... love Jet Jaguar. I think that's how the world feels, but... Yeah. I think we should mention that Jet Jaguar achieves uh, self-conscious, or not self-consciousness, uh, fucking self-aware. He, Autonomy he, or whatever. Yeah, it's... It, we were joking. I was joking, like, the end of... It, the end of this movie is kind of like the end of Ex Machina. He's just, like, walking off. It's like, well, he can make his own decisions now. It's yeah. Like, oh, man. Well, they kind of said... Like Gigan or uh, Jet Jaguar just stops listening to the guy that made him at one point, and they say, "What's he doing? Why isn't he listening?" And he's like, "Oh, it looks like Jet Jaguar can make decisions for himself now," which is like, "Uh oh." Understand it. And uh, you know, Jet Jaguar's just doing his own thing, and then he gets big, and they're like, "How did he do that?" And the guy that made him said, "Well, he used the power of determination to get big." Yeah, he and just... then he he adds to the end of that sentence, "I think." Yeah, <laughs> he's like I think he used determination to grow giant. I'd say that's a bad guess. I think you need to go back to the drawing board for that one because I can almost assure you that determination was not the the factor that was <laughs> making him grow. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, that's a pretty impressive. Jet Jaguar was just like slightly bigger than a guy, mm-hmm. and he gets to Godzilla size. I think you need to. I think determination is a is a cop out. I think that's a abstract concept. I don't <laughs> yeah. think de- determination is really a scientific factor. And then after that, he shrinks back down. Yeah. And then he starts listening to the people again. He loses his uh his um autonomy. Yeah. And they say since Jet Jaguar's job is done, uh his his will is gone. <laughs> yeah, I I imagine him when they say that, and, you know, he's just like walking off like you know, he's got this big toothy mouth. Uh-huh. Hanging open. I just I'm, he's just like walking away from him. It's like his will is gone and I imagine he's like going to fucking like a cliff or somewhere to jump off. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh but yeah, they like walk with him and then they start playing. Now, you may have listened to the Gappa podcast at this point when this is up. 
So uh, it's another great song, a classic song. By somebody completely different. Somebody completely different. (laughs) But what is it with these giant monster movies and having some epic music in them? I mean, you know, punch, punch, punch. This song is so good. There's another good song that we didn't really cover from what I remember of uh, Godzilla vs. Gigan. Oh, yeah. There's a pretty good song at the end of that. Yeah, yeah, the, I forgot about that. I'll concede. I love Je- I love Godzilla vs. Gigan, and I love kids sitting on my lap. I but, love kids sitting on my lap. But I will concede that the Jet Jaguar song is the finest Godzilla song given to us yeah. in the show series of movies. It may not be your favorite, but it is the best. It, it's got to be the best. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, sweaty. <laughs> Uh, it's just classic. I think yeah. anybody that's into the Godzilla show movies has listened to this song a couple times. They've YouTubed it a couple times. Anybody that's got our autism. But Jet Jaguar looks really foamy the whole movie. He's yeah. walking around. They've got like the suit without the head before like they build the head. They somehow build the head out of that thing that they that enables them to build the head when they get that like little cough drop off the guy. Remember oh, yeah. that? I think so, or at least that's the way it seemed to me. But he look they've got the body, like just the body of the suit just like yeah. standing there early on and it looks so foamy. Yeah. Like just like soft. Uh he really doesn't look metal at all. Mr. Jet Jaguar man said that he said the suit wasn't very thick. Yeah, yeah. He like did a little thing with his fingers and it seems like half an inch or so. Like a centimeter yeah, thick or something. Yeah, and I was like, Oh my god, you know, but it still looks kind of puffy. Just yeah. enough to look really soft, uh-huh. you know. Uh, and, and when he moves, it kind of bends and stuff. Yeah, like you can see it, it like folding at certain points, you know. But uh, yeah, I don't know what it was with the, these uh, special effects people making robots out of rubber and shit. Who knows? I, they they did that with fucking Ultraman. Is like all latex, like he doesn't even have any mm, joints or anything. Yeah. Oh god. I don't know what they thought robots were gonna be. I don't know. Maybe they just couldn't think of anything else. But uh. Like a, a lot of, you know, in these movies, a lot of times when, when uh, monsters fly, they'll, you know, cut from them yanking the suit <laughs> up on strings to, and they'll cut from straight from that to a little model they've got on strings that's probably one-eighth scale yeah. or so, and they got a little, so it's like a little action figure they've got floating around, you know, like some type of, uh, you know, like one of those things you put above baby beds. A mobile? Yeah, a mobile. Uh, and, uh, they've got one for Jet Jaguar, and when he flies, he puts his arms back and up yeah. in a V-shape, sort of a V-pose, you know? And yeah, like, like he's doing the Y in YMCA. Yes, exactly. Uh, and he flies around like that, but his, like, shoulders are thrown back and his chest is sort of thrust forward. Yeah. He's doing it, and his legs are pressed close together. He's excellent form. Yeah, he's supermaning that hoe. He's superman <laughs> is what he's doing. It is what he's doing. I've never thought about it that way, but you're enti- you're entirely right. But um it it's really funny whenever they cut to him. They'll like it's, he like he like drifts sometimes when they're pulling him around and yeah. to like turn sideways drift a little as bit. He's flying. Yeah, like while he's going forward it'll just like turn a little bit. It's so funny. He'll do it. They like make him fly in front of Megalon a couple times. He just like drifts up to him and he spins around in front of him for a second and then like flies off. It's so fucking dumb. Uh, I love it. I love love it. it. I love it. I don't love this movie, but I love how stupid that shit is. Yeah. Yay. Yay.
What else is there to fucking talk about? Usually, I'm able to enjoy some of these movies. I mean, I know a lot of them were made cheaply and whatever. They, they were cutting corners with the mm-hmm. budget. But generally, when you're watching these Toho ones, you kind of get an idea that they at least blew a lot of money trying to get it to look good. Yeah, and, yeah, And the yeah. humor, to me, comes from the fact that the, the effects haven't aged well. Mm. And, and, like, you know, thinking, like, oh, at one point these were passable. Yeah, you know, yeah. at, at somewhere, some when... Uh, these these were all right, and now they're not, and that's where the humor comes from for me. But with this, it just feels like so cheap that like yeah. I can't imagine a time where this ever uh, appealed to anybody. Yeah. So it, it's more sad than funny to me. Mm-hmm, totally. And like I said, what they're not really like going outrageous. Like there's no wacky, super wacky stuff in this. The wackiest thing that happens is probably that guy getting the pancake batter yeah, dumped on him. They play like a little like wah 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 like. Fucking out Something of nowhere! Like it's like what? <laughs> but the like this this movie is largely f- filmed in fields of dirt. Yeah, like huge. Like they don't even have the little uh, you know, astroturf that they usually mm-hmm. have to make it look like the hills are covered in grass. Like they're fighting in valleys and stuff. It's dirt, it's just dirt. <laughs> like not even a desert. It's just like yeah, red. it's just dirt in rural oh, Japan somewhere. It's so fucking depressing. It's just not nice to look at, and you can tell that the sets are like way smaller than they usually are because like they they're just they go on for like a couple feet past the monsters and boom, a whole matte painting is the the entire wall. Yeah, and even the matte paintings look pretty bad. Yeah, they're, they're really bad. They got one of Seatopia that you mentioned earlier, and there's Easter Island heads. Yeah. There. Oh, okay. Let's mention that they. I think they imply that Seatopia is responsible for. Easter Island. Okay, so the, the, the thugs break into the house of the main characters. The The main characters wake up after getting attacked by them, and the kid finds some sand on the ground. They're like, this is weird sand, it's red. And so they analyze it, and one of the guys comes back, and he's like, this is old sand from underwater. And he, he was like, similar sand is found on Easter Island. You know, immediately it's like, well, Easter Island's not fucking underwater. <laughs> yeah, idiot. and I feel like Easter Island's as old as any other land yeah. that there is. He said he says some shit like Easter Island. Those Easter, you know, the kids like, what's Easter Island? Yeah, you know, he's like, the Easter Island has these heads on. They use like this fake ass photo. I don't think they use like an actual picture of Easter Island. Yeah, they like recreate it. They show the Easter Island heads, and he's like, they're they're said to be over five million years old. Yeah, it's like. I don't no. know a whole lot about Easter Island, but I don't think humans are that million. They at least many weren't million? carving sculptures uh, for sure. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think we were in the in the Stone Age yet. <laughs> uh, I think it's safe to say that. But yeah, it's it's really weird and stupid. We haven't had a moment that dumb in a while in the Godzilla movies. Yeah, where, where they, they just, just say like, wrong shit flat about out give factual you things. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine some kid like watching this and being like, "Okay, Easter Island, five million years old." Yeah, I remember shit like that. Like watching movies that said wrong shit like that mm-hmm. had a profound effect on me. I can't think of an example, but I remember like factual shit that movies would, you know, they, they would lie to me, mm-hmm. and like I would go to school years later, and I would be like, "Well, this doesn't make any sense because I know for a fact that this X is true when yeah, yeah. X was given to me by a movie, and it was wrong, and that it's just like a whole another hurdle for me to get over to like learn, relearn something. it, yeah, relearn something." Is there anything else big or noteworthy that we should get out of the way? 
this movie, uh, we've kind of been free of nuclear messages uh, for a minute. Yeah, that but this one went throws, by the wayside. This one throws a really fucking half-assed one in there. Yeah. Uh, like, fucking, why is it even here? Like, the cause for the entire conflict of the movie is, for some reason, people have been doing underground nuclear tests, setting off nuclear bombs yeah. underground, which... Well, I think it's in the ocean, they said. They're <laughs> dropping them in the ocean? Something. But, they're, but that pisses Seatopia off because they're way underground. They're underground, by the way, not under... I, technically, they're underwater, but... Yeah. They're not, like, in... They're not Atlantis. Uh-huh. Uh, they're, 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 like, in the ground. But, like, they really half-assed, like, you know, like, at one point, one of the main gay dads says, like, if we don't stop testing nuclear bombs underground, which I don't know if that's ever happened, but it seems like a terrible idea that no country, that doesn't seem very beneficial. Let's see what happens when they set off a highly radioactive bomb underground. He says, like, if we keep setting off nuclear bombs underground, someday the Earth is gonna explode. Yeah. It's like, oh? <laughs> <laughs> but uh the Seatopia people get really pissed off because those nukes are going off and i guess that makes them mad yeah and they think it's an act of aggression so they're like all right we're sending megalon to your surface world to fuck up a unpopulated area of the country yeah <laughs> that's made out of dirt well, they send him to Tokyo. I remember yeah. there's one part. Where oh he's... yeah, it's implied that yeah they they I forgot they used that fucking they reused that fucking King Ghidorah footage. He says he says something like, "I'm going to get Megalon to attack Tokyo real quick." Yeah. He says something like yeah, that, and then yeah. he attacks it, and he comes back. So I don't know if I don't know. Just attacking Tokyo is like meaningless in these movies now. Yeah. Especially when they don't even. They're like an economic center for Japan at this point, but like. Why would you do that to get back at the human race? No, well, I understand why they would want to attack Tokyo, but what I'm saying is that, like, Tokyo's been attacked in the Godzilla series so much that, like, mm-hmm. you never you never see an effect of it. Yeah. Like, even when... And especially because they're not even bothering to film new footage for it at this point, but you never see footage of people in Tokyo like, oh, my God, everything's on fire yeah help the people in tokyo are they never show anymore. the aftermath or anything I'm like oh I don't or they know. never show anybody like even worrying about it they never even show people like oh my god if tokyo gets attacked x will happen yeah yeah x amount of people will die uh x amount of people will be homeless uh you know the city will be irradiated or whatever nobody talks about that it's just the aliens are like we're going to attack tokyo Insert seven-minute clip of reused <laughs> footage where Tokyo gets exploded, and the movie continues without another mention of Tokyo. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's just a motion to go through. But yeah, they they really half-ass fucking this this movie's so lazy. But there, it's like it's like a worse kind of laziness. Like I was saying, like there's like no shame in other mm. instances of laziness, but in this one, it really like it's like. Mm, no it's good look like yeah. we tr- they tried just a little bit to where it's like well why didn't you just try to actually do it and make a better movie mm-hmm. so it, it really just you know frust- it's just frustrating to watch I'd say John Fukuda is uh, the false Piece prophet of, of Godzilla uh, yeah yeah I guess he's, yeah. he's the pa- yeah. false prophet I guess Ishiro Honda is the messiah yeah I'd agree with that I guess that would make Godzilla marry I don't know. Uh, I'm a little fuzzy on the details, but yeah. Tr- but the you know, th- whatever. The point is, God is talking to me uh, <laughs> whenever I'm alone in my kitchen. 
uh, he talks to me and tells me to uh, make a dirty bomb <laughs> uh, and blow it up in Wall Street. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to get into Don Fry's? I've been kicked in the head by a horse a few times. I don't think there's anything else to talk yeah, about. Yeah, it's Don Fry's. We're gonna, this is going to be a very short episode. <sighs> yeah, because it's a short movie, too. So, I'll go first. Yeah. You went first last time. Uh, this movie sucks, and I hate it, and it's one of those, I was kind of expecting it to get better, because a few of the Godzilla movies that we've watched have gotten better for me the second time that I've watched them, or, or just sitting down and watching these, uh, giving them a little more attention. Sometimes it's like, oh, well, maybe this movie deserved a little more attention. I got a little bit more out of it. And recently... I saw a Twitter post that said the great thing about Godzilla movies is that you're constantly rethinking about them. Like you're, you're going back and revisiting them and learning new things and watching them through a different light. And, uh, I'd like to say that that post was complete bullshit. This movie was <laughs> as bad, if not worse than when I first saw it. And, uh, this movie ruined my day and I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give this movie a two. I hate this movie. I'm going to beat the shit out of this movie. I like to see it fucking try to step up to me. Mm. I... Um, Fuck him. <laughs> Fuck Joan Who? Joan Fukuda? Uh, you just I guess talked was... about the movie. You said you were going to beat up the movie, and then you said, Fuck him. <laughs> I guess I was talking about <laughs> Megalon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to say, I'd beat up Megalon, too. But um, there's not much to say about this movie. It sucks. It's just depressing to look at and there isn't there's no real movie stuff here. It's all lazy, campy, and not in a good way. It's just like shitty, half assed bullshit. Uh yeah, I fucking hate this movie too. I mean, like some parts of it are funny, but it's really not good for like a view a fun viewing because partially because there's not much funny stuff and it's just it fails on the most basic level of filmmaking where it's often you don't understand what's going on and it's just ugly to look at, not pleasing at all. Mm -hmm. uh, this movie's getting, uh, I might give it a three, I guess. Uh, uh, I lean more towards apathy. I feel it didn't quite ruin my day, but it's definitely not good at all. Uh, very bad movie. Okay, and to play us out, I'm going to uh, put in the Jet Jaguar theme song for everybody to enjoy. Here it is. I just broke my fucking arm. What are we watching next podcast? We are watching Gamera versus Virus.